Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, TickPick, the best seats for the best prices, and they have no service fees. So use code LADE, L-A-D-E, for $15 off your first order, $99 or more. And the best thing about TickPick, like I said, there are no service fees. So what you see is what you pay. Welcome back to the Late Show. Today, we got Lakers rookie Cole Swider in the house. My man Cole. Mr. Rhode Island. We got two Rhode Islands right here. Two Rhode Island Durs. Rhode Island Durs. Yeah. <laughs> so you played in Rhode Island, for Rhode Island. You for University of Rhode Island. University of Rhode Island, and you grew up in Rhode Island. Yep. What high school did you go to, bro? St. Andrews. St. Andrews. And uh, we had D-Nick, Demetrius Nichols played in the league. Mike Carter-Williams played in the league. Michael uh, Carter-Williams? Yep. He from Rhode Island? He went to St. Andrews, yeah. He's not from Rhode Island. He's from Mass, but. Oh, yeah, I was bringing players in. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Prep school. I get it. Oh, his prep school. Prep school, yeah. Michael Carter. Oh, Williams, he went to Syracuse as well, didn't he? Yep, Syracuse guy. I get it. Yep. He played three years at Villanova. Finished up at uh, Syracuse. Villanova? Jay Wright? Jay Wright, yeah. <laughs> Jay Wright's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Great coach. I used to go to his, um, used to have team, high school team basketball camps when I went to Christ the King. You How old are you? 16, wow. 15. Wow. In high school. So we got to talk about it. You're a Laker. Yeah. You drafted a Laker. That makes him a legend. <clears throat> Instant, huh? 100%. Take me through that day. Like, draft goes through. He's from Rhode Island and became a Laker. Like, Take me through that day. How's yeah. that like going back to Rhode Island with the broads? <laughs> you know, you got to be like the man, <laughs> yo. We got to hang out when you go back to Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, just, just talking about that day a little bit, just... I mean, going into the draft process, I had no expectation of if I was going to get drafted, if I was going to get signed, signed on draft night or anything like that. I kind of went in just with, uh, just in faith that going through these workouts, I mean, you were the top four picks. You probably didn't have to do any workouts. but No, I did, but um, I didn't. I worked out by myself. Yeah. Like, when you work out, did you, were you go in the Yeah, I was going against five people, yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, so I did I did 14 workouts, worked out for 12 different teams. Lakers brought me back for another workout. Bucks brought me back for another workout, so... Um, that day I was, I just worked out, did my did a normal day, and then I had all my family over, all my friends over to my house. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, once I got that call from from Rob Palinka, he told me, "Hey, we're gonna sign you to two way." Uh, it was that's it crazy, was the best ever. That was sweet, huh? Yeah. It was when you work when you work out with the, with the Lakers, did you feel like you had a good workout? Like? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that that was probably my best workout. My first workout with them was probably my best workout. I, they had a uh, they had another guy on me who I. Who, who I I thought I had a good matchup with and yeah. um, just really took advantage of it. And then they brought me back for a second workout. Who was the guy you worked out with? Uh, so that workout, it was uh, Drew Peterson from USC. He's actually still there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Keon Ellis from Alabama. He's with the Kings now. It was Quentin Jackson. He's with the Wizards now. He's from Texas A&M. Yeah. James Akinjo, 
Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of like the same height, like six eight, six nine. No, nah, it was it was like it was like guards, bigs, and then and then like wings. Oh, yeah. they had y'all broke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. But, but y'all were going at each other. Yeah, three on three. Yep, one on ones, two, uh, three on threes. So, I mean, I did like fourteen of those workouts. So by the wow. end, you, yeah. by the end, you, you're you're flying all over the country. It's tiring. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not just one on no workouts. Yeah. It's the top five pick. But it's crazy because I thought I thought I was gonna get picked by Vancouver. What pick did they have? Uh, two. Because I killed that workout. I remember I was like so hyped and so excited. I was shooting jumpers in the corner. Boom, boom, boom. That's so different. Five, Vancouver or like the Clippers, like six, LA. Seven, <laughs> eight. I just threw up. <laughs> I just kept fucking going. 10, 11. So I'm like, I had to at least show I had heart. Yeah. But they picked Steve Francis. But uh, <clears throat> then the summer league happened. You know, you obviously killed that workout with the Lakers. Yeah. Got that deal. But personally speaking, that was the first time I heard of you because yeah. I'm not really into college basketball. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just went off in the summer league. And yeah. that's when Laker fans were like, yo, like, this guy's a sniper. Good, He's a s- well? Yeah, I shot, like, 54% from Bro, he three went in summer nuts. league. He threes? Went nuts. Average like fifteen a game, but yeah, no. Nah, summer league was a great experience. I mean, we, we got in there like a week week before. We were we were doing two days and all that kind of stuff, and we had a, we had a really good team. Scotty was playing great. He was passing the ball. He was he was just being being him, a great point guard. Um, Max Christie was was on the team as well. He's really at, at that time he was really defending at a high level, and um, he wasn't really shooting the ball well, but he, he was doing everything else well. And uh, yeah, the coach started running plays for me. Got me really involved. Uh, and I was and I was knocking them down. So summer league was a great experience. It was only eight games, but no, nah, you were killing it. Yeah, got, got to got to show what I could do a little bit, and and definitely got got my my, my momentum going. Who was yeah. your coach in summer league? Uh, so it was Phil Phil Handy at first. He coached our first three games, and then Jordan I was an assistant on the on the staff now for the for the Vegas summer league games. You play summer league? Uh, well, I got drafted by the Clippers, and yeah, when we played, everybody still always still played summer league when we were coming out. Yeah, that's how you got to you know prove yourself, get your feet wet early for my, for me. Right, I was able to gain confidence. I think I played summer league like my first two or three seasons. I used to have it at the pyramid in Long Beach. Players have fun in Vegas when they're like trying to prove themselves, or like they're. For I guess league? I would say for you and you, like were you guys all basketball in Vegas? Yeah, for summer league. Ain't no way you're gonna be all basketball in Vegas. Fuck no, we have Lamar and we have Paul Swider. I mean, like, at night you gonna at least go out and enjoy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, I was, I was locked. Just that's what I was saying. You're probably just locked in. We got Lamar over here. (laughs) It's like I gotta have. I'm always enjoying my. Yeah, no, I know. Environment. Just, but I'm gonna always come with it. I'm not gonna let. No, of course. Enjoying myself. You know what I'm saying? Hold me back. Two-time champ, six no, I think, year. And I think because I had the mentality like, yo, I'm going to go out and enjoy myself. You're going to definitely always be a little bit more focused when you yeah. step on the court. Because right. you got to you gotta prove yourself all the time. Especially I mean, look that. what happened this past Saturday night. I know you've been hooping in the G League, but your latest was Saturday night, right? Yeah. 37 points. Yep. Nine threes? Eight threes? Eight threes, yeah. Bro. Damn, and yeah, like, eight threes in the game. That just feel like and people are like, yo, we have this. That's a zone, I think. What? You hit eight threes in the game. Yeah, thirty-seven points. I and mean, that's you shooting the ball. You just know it's going in. 
Yeah. Yeah. Laker fans, yo, we have this 6'9 sniper shooter. And you've been called up a couple times. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, the Lakers are p- being plagued with injuries. But Prize Picks is the best daily fantasy app legal in 70% of the U.S., including California, Florida, Texas. Basically, you pick two or more players, take their more or less on their stat projection, and that's it. It's simple. Use code LAID for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. So if you deposit $100, they'll instantly match that for another $100. Once again, the code is laid for prize picks. Let's get back into the episode. I wanted to ask you, how do you stay, how do you stay ready, motivated um, for when that time comes? Yeah, I mean, I, I just try to keep the same routine every single day. So, like, no matter what, if I'm with South Bay or if I'm with the main Lakers squad, like, I still have the same routine. I'm approaching every single game the same way, yeah. even though it's, it's a lot different. So, my roles obviously change within teams. Um, with, I haven't played with this new Lakers squad, this new revamped Lakers squad, mm-hmm. but... Um, I think I think when I'm up there, I'm more of a corner spacer. When I'm with Julie, I'm a lot more involved. I get, a lot, mm. I get to dribble the ball a little bit more, come off of ball screens, whatever, uh, whatever that entails. So, I think I think just being able to adjust, being able to stay ready. I mean, like, you, you, how many roles did you have in your career? Right, it, it, ch- it changes. So well, shit, when I I came into the league, um, like a point forward. Yeah, when I you know left a power forward. Yeah. Bench starting. So, yeah, and came in, you know, you know, starting and um, left coming off the bench, but always was just ready. Yeah, you know, always, never questioned my ability. Always knew I was good enough. Whatever team I played on, um, I think that's infectious. Having confidence at everything you do. <coughs> um, Cause coming off the bench wasn't easy. Nah, it was harder, like mentally. You know what I mean. But once I was, um, once I showed that I can be impactful off the bench, once I proved to myself, um, then there was no stopping me. From yeah. That. And Lamar and I were talking about this before the pod. What's it like being a two-way player? Because one day you're playing with LeBron James, you're yeah. traveling with them. Then another day you're with the with the G League team, flying regular. Yeah. And like. What's what's it like? Because I know you just played two games in one day. You yeah, played yeah, a G League yeah. game, and then that night you're guarding Giannis in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely different. It's way different. I, like I said, I try to keep the same mindset, same routine. But when you're up top, you're you're staying in four seasons. You're staying at Ritz Carlton. Yeah. And then when you're, when you're with the South Bay team, you're playing. You're staying in like Hampton Inns. And, <laughs> and yeah. There's no food pregame, and wow. it's just it's just such a different type of environment, right? Like. Um, but it definitely motivates you. Like it, it motivates me to be like, all right, like, like this is where I'm at right now. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stay here for long. So, um, definitely, like, it's it's a mindset thing. It's like you're playing in front of a hundred people in Ontario, California, at yep. 11 a.m., and then you go and play in a TNT game mm-hmm. against the Bucks and Giannis and uh, at night. So it's definitely a, like a little bit of a mindset shift, but. At the same time, you always got to be ready. Like, like people dream of these moments. People dream to be in this situation. So I don't take those moments lightly. Always got to stay ready. What's, like, the biggest thing you would say moving – or, like, growing up in Rhode Island, I went to college elsewhere, but being in L.A. now. Yeah. Chicks, bro. Just, I mean, we're going to get there, but, like, everything. The women, I know the women get a little bit better. <laughs> keep it a real. Laker, keep it a buck with you. Six, and you're a Laker, nine, a white dude? Six, nine, 20 In the NBA? Old. How's it been in LA so far? Yeah, man, it's been great. It's definitely an adjustment. Like Lamar's seen the snow out in Rhode Island. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, I just came 
from Rhode Island, bro. Yeah. And it was snowing. Yeah. And I was I now I was like, I didn't I didn't really get it. <laughs> like why people like snow. I know it looks good. You liked it? No, it was like it was uncomfortable. It's wet. <laughs> like really like wet. <laughs> like wet. Oh, shit, and it's, it's cold, cold man. Like I wanna be wet or cold. Well, you're you know from I mean? New York. Yeah. So you should be used to that now. You've been uh, in LA I'm, long enough? Yeah. I moved to LA, I was 19, bro. Yeah. Clippers. I'm 43. Nah, that's crazy, man. But yeah, no, Rhode Island to LA is such a different, like the car that people, the cars that people drive. The, yeah, the mindset. Yeah, the mindset. Like, pe- like Lamar would tell you, on the East Coast, New York, it's, it's go, go, go. Yeah. Out here, it's a little bit more chill. People don't get to work till 10 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Like, I heard a great, I heard a great quote. Uh, this, this dude that I met out in LA, he's like, Yeah, people in LA work hard till about like 4 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> then it's over. <laughs> but but in uh, the East Coast, everyone's just on the move, on the move, on the move. Bustle, like, bustle, you bustle. walk around New York City, like, people are bumping into you. Like, yeah. Like, they're just, they're just on the go. So it's definitely a different mindset from that, a different, just different from that standpoint. We got to get these, we got to get these ears <laughs> on, yo. I got to, yeah, CD, I never saw this before. My man got the Valentine's Day ears. The Lakers are my Valentine this year yeah. and every year. <laughs> um, but your teammates with LeBron and AD, and you were with Russ. Like, what's that like? Um, also, being a Laker in LA, so many bright lights. Yeah, you know it's different, man. It's different. I mean, being out in LA, like you're on every single talk show every single day. Like, win or lose. Yeah, you you, you hear about your you hear about your team more on the news than you do like within your own locker room. So, yeah. um, especially me being a two way, so I'm up and down all the time. So. Yeah. It's funny. I'll, I'll be in the locker room with these guys for two weeks, and then I won't see them for another two weeks after that. So, it's uh, it's it's been great. Those guys have been great to me. Like, Lamar knows playing. I mean, he's a legend, but playing with legends, like you just pick up nuggets every single day that you play with them, right? Like, You're supposed to. If that's a defensive scheme, if that's just a mindset going into a game, if that's their routine, that you know what I mean. It's just I always try to pick up nuggets from them and ask them questions, and, and they've been great to me giving those answers. Do you have like a cooler? First time meeting LeBron, like what was yeah. it like? Yeah, so the first time I met LeBron, so I met LeBron in high school. I met him at Nike Basketball Academy. God James, calls him God James. <laughs> yeah, so I met him in high school at Nike Basketball Academy, but it was a quick like just dap up type of thing. Um, and then in summer league, he came to our first game in summer league. We were playing against the Suns in, in Vegas, and we got smacked. But uh, I, I had a pretty good game. Hit, hit some tough shots. Mm-hmm. The next day, we, we go to like this high school um, to, to, to practice, and Le- LeBron was there working out before. He was icing his knees after and everything like that. And he was in the back talking to, to Coach Ham, Palenka, and everything like that. So I kind of saw his stuff, moved my stuff o- over there. So he, he walked up back to his seat, and he was like, yo, what's up, Cole? And that's the first time he addressed me by my name. And I was like, this has been my favorite player of all time my whole entire life. So for him to address me by my name was just, was just crazy. crazy. So, so yeah, that was the first time I really met him. That's dope. I want to talk about college a little bit because yeah. you went to Nova for three years, yeah. Q's for your last year. What was it like playing those three years in Villanova and then being with under Beheim Beha- uh, with Q's? Yeah. No, nah, I mean, Villanova was great. I, I, I played with a bunch of great players. It just wasn't like the best basketball fit for me. You know what I mean? Um, Villanova prides themselves in being defense first and uh, they run a lot of their plays with the guards and, yeah. and everything like that. So yeah, Villanova, they be like posting their guards up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That had to be like a culture shock too, a little bit too, because Villanova is a smaller, small school, right? Yeah, small and school. Then Syracuse, you got like 
20,000. 20,000. Probably bang a chick one night and never see her again. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, man. Like, yeah, like, like you said, so that, that was a transition going to Syracuse, but Villanova was great. I mean, Coach Rice, one, one of the best college basketball coaches of all time. He taught me so many things. So, like, I mean, you, we, we played zone at Syracuse. Yeah. So, Coach Rice basically taught me all the man to man stuff that I know. And, and it honestly, to the NBA level, like, I haven't heard anything that I didn't hear from Coach Wright in terms wow. of like schemes or anything like that. So he was uh, very instrumental in my career. It wasn't the best basketball fit, so that's why I had to transfer. But he taught me a lot of great things. Um, and Villanova's like the military, bro. In the summer, you're waking up at 6 a.m., doing a lift at 6.30. In the summer? In the summer. Wow. 7.30 shooting. Jay Wright? Is Jay Wright. Is program like that? Yeah. And then they're, they're doing body fat tests. They're testing your hydration wow. before practice. Rally, they're taking your phones the night before games. Wow. Like, they're testing you on your scouting reports the night before games. Like, it's, it's really like the military, bro. So, it, it, it creates. Yeah, it's all about asking what's the difference between the two. Well, Bayham treats like a pro. Ass, bro. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bayham treats like a pro. He's like, the dudes who want to be great are going to be great. And then is there is there there's playing Syracuse playing zone is a handicap? Did it take away from you a little bit defensively? Because in the league you play mostly man to man. I mean, for so me to get to the NBA, if I think about Syracuse players, yeah, and I think about their efforts defensively in the NBA, Harley. I mean, who's the best Syracuse player? Carmelo. Melo. Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters, right? How's Melo defensively, you think? Melo was good. No, he's a great player. When he no, no, he, he, he was a, he was a good player. When he Kobe, he's like touching his face in the playoffs. Yeah, defensively, you know. I'm, I'm just saying. Hakeem Warwick, great defender. Great defender. Jeremy great Grant, blocker. great defender. Jeremy Grant, he went to Syracuse, right? Syracuse guy. Great defender. Great defender. So playing zone didn't hurt them. Yeah. But I think we play man to man every day in practice. Defense is is effort and energy. Yeah, you gotta want to do it. So I don't give a fuck if you play a zone or. Right? That was just a question, just for yeah. the group of thought. Yeah. No, but that, that that's a question you get going into the league though. Like every yeah. single interview that I did yeah. is like, like do you guys ever run man in practice? Like do you, do you have that ability to like understand defenses and, and yeah. all that stuff? And I was like, I Train went to Villanova. Right. Like yeah. I, like you guys have been trying to hire a coach right in the NBA for for twenty years. Like I. He he taught me a lot. So, for for me, it was great. Obviously playing for Coach Wright, but but yeah, no. Nah, the difference between Villanova and Syracuse, like Bayham treats like a pro. So yeah. like if you want to be if you want to be great, like you're gonna get in there and do your thing. But you don't have like that military like mindset of like six thirty in the morning wake up and lift and body fat tests and all that stuff. You know what I mean? He's he's way more chill in that aspect. And then from the other aspect, like Syracuse basketball is like is everything in Syracuse. Like we get thirty thousand people at a home game. So like yeah. like. You walk around campus and you're the man. You know what right. I mean? It's, it's not. It's not the quarterback. It's not the star running back. It's yeah. like the basketball players. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it's uh, it's definitely different in that aspect. Man, thirty thousand. I should have went to Syracuse. I was about to ask you, how was your college experience playing ball? Time of your life. I mean, that game winner. What was a ten championship? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but I'm just thinking about it. Could have been the time of my life at a bigger school. Yo, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> 30,000 people? That's like the Lakers have how many? 20,000. 20, that's what I'm saying. They yeah, that's 10 more thousand, bro. That's crazy. We, we play in the Carrier Dome, or was the Carrier Dome, it's JMS Wireless Dome yeah. now. But 
That's crazy. How many people on campus? There's like twenty thousand students, twenty five thousand students, including grad students. So it's it's popping, man. Like wow. the thing about Syracuse is that it's the number one broadcasting school in the country. So we have like forty student student radio uh, things on campus. Everyone and ESPN like basically went to Syracuse from from Nick Wright who's on Fox Sports to Mike Tarico to Bob Costas to like we have so many of those guys. So they're all Syracuse fans. They're all talking about us and. Yeah. Uh, from David Meneman, who's the Lakers yep, reporter, yep, he's yep. a Syracuse guy too. So I'm definitely recruiting him. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you consider Syracuse or no? I did, probably like when I was younger, but like when it got to the thick of things, who was it between? No, you you, you would have loved it too, man. Bay, how much you play? I know. You would fit the zone perfect. Give you the rock. Hell yeah. You, you would have played with what? Jason Hart. Those teams, Alan Griffin. Yeah, Alan Pooh. Yeah, that's my guy. He's still there too. Yeah, he's assistant. That's my guy. He he, he was he was out here a couple weeks ago. He yeah. hit me. Yeah. Adrian Ochi. Yep. Legends, New York legends. Let's do it. We're gonna finish it off with some rapid fire questions. Let's do it. Favorite March Madness memory. Probably making the Sweet Sixteen my soft or my junior year at Villanova. Sophomore year we were top ten. Season got canceled with COVID, but. Making the Sweet 16, lost a tough one to Baylor, but uh, but yeah, Sweet 16 run my junior year. Favorite NBA player? LeBron James. God, James! Now your teammates <laughs> with him. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like, because I said this before, we're literally the same age, and I can't imagine like being on the same team as LeBron James. Both born in 99, so. You was born in 1999? I'm older than him, but he has like eight inches on me, nine inches on me. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> he said. Major pause. You was born in 1999? I was born March 24th, 1999. You were born in May, right? Yeah. May, yeah. 99. When were you born, man? He's an old 43-year-old. I was born in 1979. <laughs> Yo, that shit made me feel. I ain't like, I got a young soul. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I know how to throw my shit on. The Lakers fans want you to come out of retirement. But maybe as a coach, maybe you come out as a coach. If, I would come out of retirement if they guarantee me a contract. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell them, tell the genie and them, talk to them. But put on a good word. Um, it made me. I just made me feel old. You know, I got drafted in 1999. Damn. When do you officially retire? I don't know if I ever did. You when was your last year? Yeah. When was your last year? Um. 2015 Clippers. Yep. You got to put paperwork in to retire? I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, mean, I think so. I what think I, so too. What you, you say? Like, put paperwork in to officially retire. Did you? You do? Uh, I think so. I mean, I never did it. So, yeah, because you got to get your pension and all that shit. Yeah. yeah you got to get your pension, man. Yeah. <laughs> you serve your time in the league. It's a fact. So, there you have it. Lamar Odom is not officially retired yet. I don't think so. So, you don't need to come out of retirement. He's taking a hiatus. Just give me a jersey. And some um defending defending quarter threes. That's all you gotta some, do. Some um <laughs> yeah, it's lazy. Some um what is it called? It'll come back to me. And if you have any questions for Cole, you can ask him. This is this is your show, bro. I'm just here. No, I don't I think you've summed it all up. We got a couple. What's your favorite restaurant in LA? Do you, do you have catch? One? Catch. Catch. What do you think about catch? One. You like it? It's good vibe. Lamar likes the lobster. Good vibes. 
The lobster's my favorite. You got good memory, this Well, kid. we got to get you to log in Dola, though. This kid is sharp. Huh? We got to get you to log in Dola, remember? Wilshire and Doheny. Is that the um the kosher That's restaurant? That's the kosher one. I can dig it. Aside from catch, though, because I was like, uh, and you have any low-key spots that are fire? Actually, I got a spot out here in uh, Manhattan Beach. Um, what's it called? A Mexican place. I'm blanking on it right now. but uh, Not Kava, right? No, definitely not Kava. <laughs> that's not Kava? This place is fire. What do you mean? I don't think it's Mexican. <laughs> but, yeah, no. There's some good spots. Over here. I'm a big sushi guy. Sugarfish. Mm. Sugarfish. Little sugarfish. But, yeah, man. Who are the top five greatest shooters of all time? Because you shooters. are a shooter. I wasn't asking. I wasn't asking players, but I want to know shooters. Okay. I'm gonna go Steph, Clay, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller. From fifth, I mean, this one's tough. Because I want to put Dame in there because of what what he's been doing, like the the range he has and everything like that. But if you're talking about overall shooters, I mean. It's probably between Larry Bird and Dame, because a three-point shooter is different than than a regular shooter. Right. Too. Well, you gotta put mid-range too in there. No, I'm not. I was referring to three-point shooting. Okay, but. so Dame. What about you? Top five shooters, all not including yourself, obviously. Top five or Cole, shooters, not including Cole either. Shooters doesn't need to be in order. We could wrap it up with this. Steph, Clay. Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Wow, shooting Jordan, the basketball, man. shooting the basketball, making shots. When I like how you put Kobe in there. Uh, if, if we're talking about percentages here, <laughs> you know there's I mean? no way that they can be they can be in there. So you're saying, yeah, I would. I mean, I'm talking about making shots when they count. That's what I'm thinking about shooting the basketball. Well, I'm just talking pure pure shooting, just like just <laughs> like because like, like, right when you say that, I'm thinking about game time. I'm not thinking about. No, I know, I know, I know. You know like, saying? as a pure shooter, like, I would say, like, Clay, Steph, Dame. And I'll have to get back to you on the... On well, the Ray Allen, day. Reggie Miller? Ray Allen. Ray Allen. That's the thing, though. I was born in 99, and, like, honestly, I didn't watch... Ba- I haven't really watched basketball before I was born. Like, I don't really go back and watch these games, like okay. Michael Jordan. So, like... I just say to answer that question, right? To, take, to make and take a three-point shot. I don't think the only one I would take besides Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, is Steph Curry, in a game, to win games. LeBron, LeBron for three. I don't. I don't know. To I mean, make and I mean, you've seen LeBron hit game-winning threes. Yeah. yeah. I would like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, not on that Co- not on that rate. I seen Kobe Bryant hit game-winning jump shots. There's a 35-minute video on YouTube of Kobe hitting game winners, and a lot of them were from hitting three. nine in one season. Off the backboard. But he really wanted to get into the mid-range though. He will, he will hit a three, but he really won't get in that mid-range. Yeah, mid-range. That's where he wants to live at. Yeah. To kill you. Watch you bleed. Watch you bleed out. Want to give a huge thank you to Cole Swider for coming on the My show. Man. My man. And uh, hope to see you on the Lakers. Hell yeah, man. Permanently. Yeah, exactly. 6'9 sniper, 23-year-old out of Rhode Island. 6'9 thank you for- sniper. Thank every, you for tuning into the Lakers, right? baby. Yeah, I, I was like, I was surprised how tall you were. I don't know if you got a big ass head or, <laughs> or, or, or shit. Like, yeah. We're talking about big ass heads, <laughs> man. Like, oh, they have a ratchet like that. We call it a geezer. Geezer? Yeah, man. <laughs> got a straight geezer.
That's a wrap. We out.